The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Now, right now, we're going to hear from interim city manager uh, Adam Lachlan. He has a press conference at City Hall. We'll head there right now. I want to thank you all for being here. And I want to start by thanking Edmontonians for taking time to understand all of the many changes our city has been making daily as a response to COVID-19. You are coming together as a community, and I can't thank you enough for your support during this difficult time. Today, I want to talk to you about a number of decisions that the city has made to continue to protect Edmontonians during the COVID-19 crisis. As you know, we opened the doors to the Expo Centre yesterday to serve as a COVID site for some of our city's most vulnerable people. I want to commend our partners and our own city staff who have worked tirelessly through the weekend to ensure that this space is ready to serve Edmontonians. A drop-in center in a space large enough to provide appropriate physical distancing will be open from 8 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week for those without access to housing who are not showing COVID-19 symptoms. A separate portion of the Expo Center is reserved for those experiencing homelessness who have been exposed to the coronavirus or who have symptoms of COVID-19. The area will be used as a 24-7 referral-based isolation center in which medical, public health, and mental health supports are available. I want to next talk about changes we've made at the City of Edmonton service centres. Last night, the City announced the closure of a number of in-person service centres effective today. The following locations with in-person services will be closed in an effort to stop the spread of COVID-19. The Edmonton Service Centre located in the Edmonton Tower, the Landlord and Tenant Advisory Board front counter, and the Reuse Centre. These closures will further help to protect the health and safety of City of Edmonton employees and the public we serve at these locations. Most of our in-person service counters have experienced a drop in visits recently due to the COVID-19 pandemic. And since almost all of our services can be accessed by Edmontonians online by using 311 or contacting the service directly, we feel that on the balance, this should be an additional This should not be an additional inconvenience on city residents. In the meantime, we're working hard to develop resources for citizens and we'll share more information about specific services in the coming day. I should also mention that the Animal Care and Control Centre service counter will remain open for services but by appointment only at this time. We will keep counters closed at at all the facilities I listed for as long as necessary to protect the health and safety of Edmontonians, those who work for us, and those that we're providing the services to. All service centre employees are currently working from home to ensure that Edmontonians' needs are still met when it comes to the services they provide. We will continue to reevaluate the decisions as the COVID-19 situation further develops. For us, this is about finding the balance between providing services Edmontonians need and keeping both employees and the public safe. I'd now like to talk about the changes we're making to ETS Route 747 service. Effective tomorrow morning, 
ETS Route 747 service will be suspended for use by all travelers. This includes travelers who have landed at the International Airport, as well as travelers heading from Century Park Transit Center to the airport. Route 747 will remain operational as a charter service for people who work at the airport or in the vicinity. This service adjustment is aligned with protecting the public and transit operators while supporting the transit needs of those who work in and around the airport. It also supports the government's directive requiring travels, travelers to immediately self-isolate when returning from abroad. Our top priority is the health and safety of Edmontonians. We appreciate the support of Edmontonians as we manage this COVID situation together. I would like to speak for a moment about something the city is not doing because I'm concerned that somebody is misleading Edmontonians. It's come to our attention that there are letters circulating which state that the city is tracking people's movements using license plate numbers and is threatening fines for violation, uh, for violating self-isolation. Let me be clear, this is not a letter from the city of Edmonton. It's a fake, ignored letter. I'd now like to talk about physical distancing. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like some Edmontonians just aren't getting the message about this, and so I would like to reiterate it again. If you choose to go outside, please ensure that you have two meters or six feet between yourself and others. This applies to absolutely everyone, from walks on city trails to your local grocery store. I saw a video shared on social media this past weekend where far too many Edmontonians were using the stairs next to the Royal Glenora Club. And we're not asking you to stop working out or spending time outside. We're just asking you to do it in a safe and physically distant way. The directive from health officials to stay home, if you can, are about saving lives and preventing our healthcare system from being overwhelmed. People who are at low risk of becoming sick are still at a high risk of spreading the virus. I understand how disruptive COVID-19 has been. I understand that there's social restrictions and they can be challenging. However, we can all support the health and safety of all Edmontonians by practicing physical distancing. We are in this together. Our top priority is and always, always has been the health and safety of Edmontonians. And this is why the city is making some additional changes that you need to be aware of. Effective immediately, we, we will be closing outdoor playgrounds to the public and will not open city-owned spray parks on their regular seasonal schedule. With schools closed, we understand this will be disappointing news for some families and children, but the reason we're doing this is to contain the spread of COVID-19. The hard surfaces of playground equipment are not clean, so this is, there is risk of virus transmission from them. We will be increasing monitoring of the city playgrounds to ensure that people are, are adhering to this direction. We will also be closing sledding hills as the season is winding down and some of the intel we have is that, again, folks need to practice appropriate social distancing. 
And since the Nordic skiing season is already winding down, we will discontinue the maintenance of cross-country ski trails. To promote better physical distancing, we will also be reducing picnic site capacity for the public by removing picnic tables. Parks and access to the river valley and trails and staircase remain open to the public with a plea that physical distancing and proper hygiene must be followed while using these facilities. The city will monitor these public spaces and if needed, we may take further actions through an order in terms of enforcement. Again, we encourage Edmontonians to continue to engage with their city and community spaces in responsible ways that follow health and safety and physical distancing guidelines. The city is taking steps to help people help each other. We know this is a difficult time in our community, but if we all work together, we can flatten the curve, which will reduce the spread and help our frontline health workers to care for those who need it the most. So please, if you plan to go outside, spread out and maintain a safe distance from others to, to ensure all of our safety. And as per the Alberta Health Services recommendations, please stay home if you're a member, you or a member of your family are feeling unwell. It is also recommended to wash your hands before and after interacting in any public spaces and avoid touching your faces, face at all times. Now I want to take some time to sincerely thank you all for the kindness and compassion I am seeing among Edmontonians during these incredible, tough, incredibly tough times. From the people offering to run errands and buy groceries for seniors and those who are immuno, immunocompromised, to the people thanking our frontline workers and city bus drivers with special messages written in chalk or sidewalks, you are helping us all get through this. To the children drawing pictures and hanging them on their family windows, for people to see as they walk by with a smile. I know these little messages of hope help me keep going each day, as I'm sure they do for many of you as well. Thank you to the Edmontonians who suggested we light the high-level high bridge. Um, I'm so pleased to advise that the bridge is blue and green all week to support the WHO, Alberta Health Services, and all healthcare workers who are doing their best for all of us. It is true we are all in this together. If we continue to support and take care of each other, we are better for it. As always, you can find uh, uh, additional information on our website daily at edmonton.ca slash COVID-19. You've been listening to interim city manager Adam Lachlan choking up a little bit there at the end as um, he's talking about how Edmontonians are coming together during all of this. So uh, that is his uh, his uh, official statement. He's going to be taking some questions here. We thought we'd pause, uh, pay some bills, come back and hear what he has to say uh, to the reporters in the room. But just a couple of things that he mentioned, some, some changes, some more things that the, the city of Edmonton is doing 
as we deal with COVID-19, including closing outdoor city playgrounds, that the spray, spray parks will be closed as well, and sledding hills will be closed as well, and reiterating the need for social distancing. All right, a break here. More with the interim city manager after this. COVID-19 pandemic continuing coverage on 630 Chad. Okay, it's 3.51, acting our interim city manager, Adam Lachlan, set to take some questions from reporters. Let's head back to City Hall. I'm going to go to those who've joined us by phone. Leanne or Sarah, do you have a question to kick us off? Yeah. Sorry, Okay, thank you. So I just wanted to ask, with the switch to many companies working from from home or, or changing how they are doing their workflow. With the city being such a big organization, how has that transition gone and how many are working from home? Sarah's question is about our transition of our staff to working from home and the numbers that we have. Adam? Thanks for the question. Um, we. It, it varies on a daily basis, but we do, and we've had strong encouragement for our staff to work from home. Um, certainly there's um, uh, frontline operations that it's more challenging to be able to do that, but um, depending on departments, it, it is as high as a, a 90% that are working from home and still providing service, but for other departments like our city operations department, for example, that provides some front-facing services, uh, much more difficult to provide that, but I would say as a whole, the city has, uh, as our city staff have really adopted and, and, uh, and uh, taken up the opportunity to work from home to, to, uh, to respond to this situation, all still while providing great service to Edmontonians. Leanne, your question, and then we'll go to the room. Go ahead, Leanne. Thank you. Um, so the playgrounds are all closed. Um, now, I just want to double check this. So in my neighborhood, for instance, there is a school, two lit playgrounds, all the structures, those are closed. In the middle, of a huge soccer field. Um, can families still go access the soccer fields? So Leanne's question is about the practicalities or the, uh, the, the detail around the closures of the playgrounds. Uh, are soccer fields still accessible? Adam? Thanks for the question. Um, yes, uh, the park spaces around the playgrounds will be open. Uh, our concern is related to the hard infrastructure and that being a, a surface that can uh, accommodate easy transmission. So we do recognize the need to provide uh, open public spaces. So the focus of this closure is specifically the infrastructure or the playground itself. And so our folks will be taking measures to uh, um, tape those off or, or barricade those off so that uh, um, that physical delineation is provided. Questions okay, and four. One quick follow-up, is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Leanne. At what time of the year, at what date specifically would those spray parks normally be open? So you're not going to be open now, but what date would we normally expect it? So the question is, at what date would we typically open our spray parks? It is seasonal. It, it it's, depends on the conditions that we're in. Uh, and I believe we start to get them going in, uh, up in sort of operational for uh, mid-May, uh, getting prepared for full operation. So you'd see some of our operations in terms of getting the lines flushed and, and the uh, uh, infrastructure working in kind of the early May, mid-May timeframe. Uh, but again, full operations are seasonally uh, dictated. 
go ahead. Just sticking with the uh, playground, said so there's going to be more monitoring, uh, people making sure that they're abiding. What's the enforcement looking like? Uh, so at this point in time, uh, we don't have specific enforcement, but under the uh, state of local emergency, uh, there is the ability to uh, provide some orders uh, related to whatever uh, enforcement we need to see. So uh, we're going to monitor, we're going to respect that Edmontonians will uh, honor this this requirement to uh, not use those playgrounds. But if we do see folks that aren't, we will take some steps from an order perspective by me, uh, from an enforcement side. Um, uh, we, uh, we've seen Edmontonians respond to this in the past, uh, and so I expect they will again, but uh, we will be monitoring, and should we need to, we, we may advance to an order. And at what point does police enforcement just overall become a factor, and has there been any conversation with the province or whatever, maybe what role police would play when it comes to social and physical distancing? Uh, so we've, uh, the question is, uh, will police play a role in this and have we had any conversations with the province related to uh, the social distancing? And it's a, uh, I can say it's a discussion topic that we have on a regular basis with the province in terms of what we're seeing in the Edmonton area and I'm sure that other municipalities are doing the same with the province. And in terms of the EPS role, uh, that would be municipal specific. Uh, so for Edmonton, uh, it would be through what they normally do in terms of the services they provide, uh, or if if needed, in order to get them to help with any sort of uh, situation that we have. Right now, we're definitely not there. This is a uh, first step is the closure. Next step is to monitor, and if we're seeing uh, folks aren't following that, then we take uh, future steps. What would the talk? Can you then just talk about stairs, for example? So I mean, the weather's going to turn nice in a few days. This can go all people out. So how you know how does monitoring monitoring is effective? So you know, how quickly can you make that decision and you know do staff have to work with this? So the question is, uh, it's going to get nicer, stairs are going to get used more, and uh, uh, monitoring isn't effective, I disagree. Uh, monitoring is effective, but if we're seeing folks that aren't following, then it would be taking those additional steps in terms of an order and starting to enforce social distancing. Um, if we're starting to see um, challenges with a particular piece of infrastructure itself, we may take the step to close it as well. We've been working through that. We've been reaching out to other municipalities in terms of, of what that would look like. Uh, sorry, the question was, if we're talking about enforcement, it's about a fine. And we've been talking to other municipalities about that. We've been reviewing it ourselves. So I would say that it's early for us to comment on what that would be. But it would be something we would have in place should we um, uh, institute an order. For, for enforcement. And are you considering the city under the local state of emergency does have the authority to uh, order essential businesses closed, is that correct? And are you considering that? So uh, the question is, under the state of local emergency, the city could um, close particular businesses. 
that is something that is within the power of state and local emergency. However, uh, when I had the conversation with our emergency advisory committee, uh, I indicated the, the primary driver for the state of local emergency, which is to try and encourage uh, the appropriate movement within the city of Edmonton for those folks that are uh, potentially COVID positive. Uh, if we were to take a step or, or recommend a step like that, I would circle back to council to have that conversation with them. Um, and again, to answer the question earlier, we're in regular communication with the province, and so we'd want to make sure we're lockstep with any sort of decision making uh, or any decisions that they're going to make. And I'm not indicating that they are, it's just we want to make sure that we're working closely with the province and and uh, um, not uh, taking steps that perhaps is out of line with uh, uh, what their current thinking could be. You've been listening to interim city manager Adam Lachlan giving an update, taking answers from questions, uh, taking uh, questions from reporters uh, following his news conference. Uh, some of the big things to come out of that, that outdoor city playgrounds will be closed and will be monitored. In important to know that park spaces around the actual infrastructure will still be open, that spray parks are going to be closed and that sledding hills closed at this point. Also mentioned that ETS Route 747, the one that goes back and forth between um, uh, the airport and Century Park will be closed to travelers but will still be used for airport employees.